This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, January 23rd. You're listening to WNBF. For the second time in less than a week, a restaurant that's been a fixture in Binghamton is ceasing operations. Curry's of India at 45 Court Street on Friday was serving its final weekday takeout lunches with only a few items available. A co-owner of the restaurant declined to discuss the decision to close in detail, but she indicated she's retiring after operating the establishment for nearly 35 years. The small restaurant had served Indian cuisine to downtown workers and shoppers. Like many similar businesses, it experienced major challenges in the early months of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. According to archived news accounts, the husband and wife who operated the restaurant came to the United States from India in 1977. They launched Curries of India on Court Street after they operated another restaurant on Front Street for a couple of years. Signs in the windows of Curries of India on Friday indicated everything in the restaurant was for sale, including equipment and items of art that lined its walls. The Office of New York State Attorney General Letitia James is reviewing the circumstances surrounding the arrest of Hamel Waddle by Binghamton Police. Waddle was injured when police officers took him into custody around 3.20 a.m. New Year's Day. The incident happened near the intersection of State and Hawley Streets, just steps from city police headquarters. Cell phone video shot by people at the scene shows a Binghamton police officer with a knee on Waddle's neck. Mayor Jared Cram on Friday morning released a statement indicating city police officials have been in contact with the state attorney general's office regarding the incident. According to Cram, the office has requested records related to Waddle's arrest and a complaint he filed on January 2nd. The mayor said he hopes the review by the attorney general's office will result in additional bystander video footage of the arrest being made available to assist in determining the facts. Cram also wrote, we are committed to following the facts as the internal investigation remains open and to protecting the integrity of the fact-finding process while addressing the Office of Attorney General's request. The focus of the investigation will be on the actions of a Binghamton police officer who has been with the department for 19 years. He was placed on desk duty while the incident is being reviewed. Dara Silberstein, Waddle's attorney on Friday, declined to comment on her client's case, but in an email, she welcomed the Attorney General's office involvement in looking into what appears to be egregious actions of the BPD. She wrote that there is enough evidence in the public domain that shows the officer kneeling on Mr. Waddle's neck and other officers failing to intervene. If true, then we hope that appropriate actions will be taken against the offending officers. The Attorney General's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment on its investigation. Some New York residents who have fallen behind on energy and heating bills received some good news this week. Their debts are being forgiven. An estimated 478,000 residential customers and 56,000 small businesses will have their energy and heating debts forgiven under a new plan enacted by New York State Governor Kathy Hochul on Thursday. In a press release on Thursday, Governor Hochul stated every New Yorker deserves affordable energy, yet too many New Yorkers are at risk of having their lights turned off due to financial problems caused by the pandemic. Earlier this month, I laid out extensive proposals to make energy more affordable in my State of the State address. And with this historic electric and gas utility relief, we're achieving another major milestone to help New Yorkers stay warm during the cold winter months. In total, New York State residents will be receiving $672 million in assistance to pay off their past due electric and heating bills. 
As a part of the press release, Governor Hochul announced an additional $200 million in available relief for New Yorkers who make under $75,000 a year but have not been eligible for previous heating and electric discount programs. In Broome County Court, Jamie Crowley, age 46 of Windsor, was sentenced to seven years in New York State Prison with five years of post-release supervision. In November, Crowley was found guilty by a Broome County jury of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, menacing in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal possession of a firearm. The charges related to a July 3, 2021 incident at Crowley's residence on Cascade Valley Road in Windsor. Broome County Sheriff's deputies investigating a report of a firearm being discharged shot Crowley after he pointed a firearm at them. Crowley sustained a non-life-threatening gunshot wound to his shoulder. A search of his residence uncovered several more illegal firearms. Michael A. Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, stated this is the consequence of pointing a firearm at law enforcement. Mr. Crowley is lucky to be alive. The deputy acted lawfully and in conformity with the, poli- with the policies and procedures of the Broome County Sheriff's Office. We will continue to support the brave men and women of law enforcement who respond to dangerous situations daily and prosecute those who possess firearms illegally. New York City is temporarily turning a cruise ship terminal into a shelter and services hub for asylum seekers. Mayor Eric Adams announced the plan Saturday. It's the latest in a series of facilities the city has set up and sometimes shut down as it strains to handle an ongoing influx. The city says the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal will have room, food, medical care, and other services for 1,000 single men. Its first occupants will move from another relief center at a hotel, which will switch to accommodating asylum-seeking families with children. Adams says since last spring, 41,000 asylum seekers have come to the city sometimes on buses sent by out-of-state governors. Democratic lawmakers in a handful of states are trying to send a message two years after the violent attack on the U.S. Capitol. Their message is that those people who engaged in an attempt to overthrow of the government shouldn't be allowed to run it. New York, Connecticut, and Virginia are among states where proposed legislation would prohibit anyone convicted of participating in an insurrection from holding public office or a position of public trust, such as becoming a police officer. While the bills vary in scope, their aim is similar. Many Republicans refused to see the attempt to violently halt the congressional certification of the 2020 presidential vote as an insurrection. And President Joe Biden persuaded Democrats in Congress to provide hundreds of billions to fight climate change. Now comes another formidable task, enticing Americans to buy millions of electric cars, heat pumps, solar panels, and more efficient appliances. Biden faces a public relations challenge that could determine whether the country achieves his ambitious goal to cut greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030. One analyst says the battle will be waged one household at a time. Officials hope consumers will respond to tax credits and rebates when they make purchasing decisions if they are aware of them. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow mainly before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m., a high near 34 degrees, 90% chance of snow. Tonight, a slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain, a high near 35 degrees, 100% chance of snow. Wednesday night, rain and snow becoming all rain after 11 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 100%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. We sell the ultimate driving machine at Galt BMW. 
In 2010, Liz was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. After losing her job due to treatment, she was left with few options. A housing voucher gave her hope that she could find a place to live with her daughter. To her surprise, that same voucher would result in her being denied housing. I felt so dejected and ashamed. It was shocking to me that people actually just discriminated against you for the type of income you were utilizing to pay your rent. Now, thanks to a new law in New York State, it is illegal for people like Liz to be denied housing based on their source of income. Do you use non-wage income such as veterans or disability benefits, Section 8 vouchers, or child support to pay for housing? If you suspect discrimination, call 1-800-788-9898 to contact the New York State Office of the Attorney General or visit endincomebiasny.com. I am at this point proud to say that I am using my voucher and a proud renter of an apartment where my daughter and I are very happily living. You're in- this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Good morning on this Monday, January 23rd. It's 6.13. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. Going to be a slow morning on the roads after some overnight winter weather. So give yourself some extra time to get to work today and drive safely out there. We have a lot of school delays and closings with all that snow overnight. So to check on your school, head over to WMBF.com. We'll have the most up-to-date information for you there. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 north and southbound between exits 223 and 219, I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough, State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township, and various roads in Franklin Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for various road work like brushing and ditch cleaning. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 29 degrees, some light snow, fog, and mist in the area. And a winter storm warning in effect until 1 p.m. Windchill has it at 21 degrees. Today's snow mainly before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m. A high near 34 degrees, chance of rain 100%. Tonight, slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain. A high near 35 degrees, 100% chance of snow. Wednesday night, rain and snow becoming all rain after 11 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 100%. 6.15, you're listening to WMBF. You des- WMBF. 6.17 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. The Buffalo Bills ended a season in which they overcame much adversity by producing a dud in a 27-10 loss to the Cincinnati Bengals in the divisional round of the playoffs. The Bills were unable to draw upon the motivational inspiration Von Miller attempted to send by bringing in his Super Bowl trophy into the locker room last week, and safety DeMar Hamlin's surprise appearance at the stadium was unable to provide a spark coming some three weeks after he needed to be resuscitated on the field in Cincinnati. 
a tough loss for the Bills. Even tougher loss for the New York Giants. Their season is over after they fell 38-7 to to the Philadelphia Eagles. New York was one of the surprises of the season and won a wild card game last week over Minnesota on the road. But the Giants couldn't solve the NFC East rival Eagles, losing all three games against the conference number one seed. New York trailed 28-0 at halftime and never got anything going. Daniel Jones was held to 135 yards passing with an interception, and Saquon Barkley ran for 61 yards. The question now for the Giants is whether Jones will return after the Giants declined to pick up his fifth-year option. Some basketball action, Royce O'Neal hit a go-ahead three-pointer with 28.5 seconds left, and the Brooklyn Nets capitalized on Golden State's third straight game, squandering a double-digit lead, beating the defending champion Warriors 120-116 on Sunday night. Golden State went ahead 106-93 on Klay Thompson's jumper with 6.57 to play, and then the Nets outscored the Warriors 27-10 the rest of the way. Kyrie Irving finished with 38 points, 9 assists, and 7 rebounds in the Nets' second straight win since losing star Kevin Durant to a knee injury. And for the Knicks, Fred Van Vliet scored 28 points, Gary Trent Jr. had 24 before fouling out, and the Toronto Raptors snapped a three-game losing streak by beating the New York Knicks 125-116. Pascal Siakam scored 24 points, and Scotty Barnes had 19, and Precious Achua added 12 points and 11 rebounds for the Raptors who scored 26 points off 17 New York turnovers. R.J. Barrett scored 30 points, and Julius Randle had 23 points and 19 rebounds as the Knicks lost their fourth straight. Jalen Brunson scored 21 points, and Obi Toppin had 14 in the loss. Some hockey action. Sebastian Ajo had three goals for his sixth career hat trick, and the Carolina Hurricanes beat the slumping New York Islanders 5-2. Jordan Stahl and Jesper Fast also scored to help the Metropolitan Division-leading Hurricanes win for the fourth time in five games. Frederick Anderson made 25 saves. Simon Holstrom and Brock Nelson scored for the Islanders, who have dropped eight of their last nine. Ilya Sorokin had 21 saves. And Victor Olofsson and Peyton Krebs each scored two goals to lead the Buffalo Sabres to a 6-3 win against the Anaheim Ducks. Dylan Cozens and Jeff Skinner also scored, and Ilya Lubushkin had three assists. Uko Pekka Lukanen made 34 saves for Buffalo. Trevor Zegras had two goals, and Simon Benoit also scored for Anaheim. John Gibson made 33 saves for Anaheim, which is 1-5-1 in its past seven games. Some other sports news. Christian McCaffrey scored the go-ahead touchdown on a two-yard run in the fourth quarter, and the San Francisco defense did the rest, sending the 49ers to their second straight NFC title game with a 19-12 victory over the Dallas Cowboys. San Francisco advanced to play the Eagles in the NFC title game next Sunday in Philadelphia after losing in that round to the Rams a year ago. The Cowboys lost for the record seventh straight time in the divisional round and have failed to make it to the NFC title game since winning their fifth Super Bowl title following the 1995 season. And Patrick Mahomes sustained a right high ankle sprain in the Kansas City Chiefs divisional playoff win over the Jaguars. The All-Pro quarterback is expected to play in next weekend's AFC Championship game. Mahomes was hurt late in the first quarter Saturday when a Jacksonville defender landed on him. X-rays taken during the game came back negative, and Mahomes returned after halftime to lead Kansas City to the 27-20 victory. He had an MRI on Sunday that showed no structural damage. 622 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. 
From ABC News, Wall Street Now. After briefly losing momentum last week, the January stock market rally resumed late in the session on Friday, sending the Dow Jones higher by 331 points, 1% in all to a close at 33,375. The S&P 500 picked up 1.9%. The Nasdaq soared 2.6%. That surge in the Nasdaq came despite less than encouraging reports out of the tech industry. The Wall Street Journal says companies including Meta, Microsoft and Google have shelved some of their so-called moonshot projects as they cut tens of thousands of jobs. Several of the companies say they're focusing on areas of current growth. Disney's Avatar The Way of Water had another good weekend at the box office, becoming the third James Cameron feature to reach $2 billion in global ticket sales. It's the sixth highest grossing movie in history. Disney's the parent company to ABC News and has plans for three more installments in the Avatar franchise. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Hi, folks. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Six twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You want to keep your brain sharp as you get older? Well, one of the best ways to do that is to eat real food, and specifically foods that contain flavonols, a type of antioxidant, were shown to slow the rate of cognitive decline in a new study out of Rush University Medical Center. Now, you can find flavonols in fruits and vegetables, tea, even wine. The researchers also said that flavanols may be a marker of better overall diet quality or even greater health consciousness. That's to say that people who do one thing right in the pursuit of good health tend to do a lot of things right. Of course, there are plenty of other things you can do to keep sharp, from how to get more movement to how to snag more satisfying sleep. In fact, I've got a new workbook out that will walk you through the small changes that could result in a big impact on your brain health. It's called 12 Weeks to a Sharper You. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. 
Are you wasting money on a timeshare you rarely use? Cancel it with Titan Exit Group. Get a free consultation and see how they can stop the never-ending maintenance fees and mortgage payments. In fact, if your timeshare contract is not terminated, you owe nothing, so you have nothing to lose. But those monthly fees get legally released from your timeshare, 100% guaranteed. Call now for your free consultation at 800-200-0894. If you're like teenager is tough there's the constant pressure to be liked endless worrying about college cyberbullying, high expectations all the negativity there's no question being a teenager is tough and what do new york's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads we play research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels more confidence and greater self-esteem and then there's the biggest benefit of all high school sports are fun not just fun they're a lot of fun (laughs) encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school they'll stress less and smile more and they'll be laying the foundation for a happier healthier future This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 6.29 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Going to be a slow morning on the roads after some overnight winter weather, so give yourself some extra time to get to work today and drive safely out there. We have a lot of school delays and closings with all that snow overnight, so to check on your school, head over to WMBF.com. We'll have the most up-to-date information for you there. And we have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 north and southbound between exits 219 and 223, I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough, State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township and various roads in Franklin Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like side dozing and patching. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 29 degrees, some light snow and fog and mist in the area. Wind chill has it at 21 degrees and a winter storm warning in effect until 1 p.m. Today, snow mainly before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m. A high near 34 degrees, chance of snow 100%. Tonight, slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. Mostly cloudy, with a low near 26 degrees, chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, cloudy, with a low near 22. And Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain. A high near 35 degrees, chance of snow 100%. And Wednesday night, rain and snow becoming all rain after 11 p.m. A low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 100%. 631, you're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. 
humans are returning. It's six weeks in a row and the number one box office spot for Avatar The Way of Water. Another 20 million bucks brings the total domestic gross to 598 million. But the big news is global earnings. It's now the sixth movie to earn $2 billion or more with a $2.024 billion take. Putting the number five all-time global earner, Avengers Infinity War, just $28 million ahead of it, squarely in its sights. Alanis Morissette there, one of the many celebrities and fans remembering Lisa Marie Presley at her memorial service in Memphis Sunday. The only child of Elvis Presley died January 12th and was interred at Graceland last week next to her late father. Jeremy Renner says he broke more than 30 bones in that snowcat accident two weeks ago. The Avengers star shared the news in an Instagram update showing him undergoing rehab at home. And Law & Order SVU star Mariska Hargitay's 59 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. Now that you... Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, January 23rd. You're listening to WMBF. For the second time in less than a week, a restaurant that's been a fixture in Binghamton is ceasing operations. Curries of India at 45 Court Street on Friday was serving its final weekday takeout lunches with only a few items available. A co-owner of the restaurant declined to discuss the decision to close in detail, but she indicated she's retiring after operating the establishment for nearly 35 years. The small restaurant had served Indian cuisine to downtown workers and shoppers. Like many similar businesses, it experienced major challenges in the early months of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. According to archived news accounts, the husband and wife who operated the restaurant came to the United States from India in 1977. They launched Curries of India on Court Street after they operated another restaurant on Front Street for a couple of years. Signs in the windows of Curries of India on Friday indicated everything in the restaurant was for sale, including equipment and items of art that lined its walls. The Office of New York State Attorney General Letitia James is reviewing the circumstances surrounding the arrest of Hamel Waddle by Binghamton Police. Waddle was injured when police officers took him into custody around 3.20 a.m. New Year's Day. The incident happened near the intersection of State and Hawley Streets, just steps from city police headquarters. Cell phone video shot by people at the scene shows a Binghamton police officer with a knee on Waddle's neck. Mayor Jared Cram on Friday morning released a statement indicating city police officials have been in contact with the state attorney general's office regarding the incident. According to Cram, the office has requested records related to Waddle's arrest and a complaint he filed on January 2nd. The mayor said he hopes the review by the attorney general's office will result in additional bystander video footage of the arrest being made available to assist in determining the facts. Cram also wrote, we are committed to following the facts as the internal investigation remains open and to protecting the integrity of the fact-finding process while addressing the Office of Attorney General's request. The focus of the investigation will be on the actions of a Binghamton police officer who has been with the department for 19 years. He was placed on desk duty while the incident is being reviewed. Dara Silberstein, Waddle's attorney on Friday, declined to comment on her client's case, but in an email, she welcomed the attorney general's office involvement in looking into what appears to be egregious actions of the BPD. She wrote that there is enough evidence in the public domain that shows the officer kneeling on Mr. Waddle's neck and other officers failing to intervene. If true, then we hope that appropriate actions will be taken against the offending officers. The attorney general's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment on its investigation. Some New York residents who have fallen behind on energy and heating bills received some good news this week. Their debts are being forgiven. An estimated 478,000 residential customers and 56,000 small businesses will have their energy and heating debts forgiven 
under a new plan enacted by New York State Governor Kathy Hochul on Thursday. In a press release on Thursday, Governor Hochul stated every New Yorker deserves affordable energy, yet too many New Yorkers are at risk of having their lights turned off due to financial problems caused by the pandemic. Earlier this month, I laid out extensive proposals to make energy more affordable in my State of the State address. And with this historic electric and gas utility relief, we're achieving another major milestone to help New Yorkers stay warm during the cold winter months. In total, New York State residents will be receiving $672 million in assistance to pay off their past due electric and heating bills. As a part of the press release, Governor Hochul announced an additional $200 million in available relief for New Yorkers who make under $75,000 a year but have not been eligible for previous heating and electric discount programs. In Broome County Court, Jamie Crowley, age 46 of Windsor, was sentenced to seven years in New York State prison with five years of post-release supervision. In November, Crowley was found guilty by a Broome County jury of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, menacing in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal possession of a firearm. The charges related to a July 3, 2021 incident at Crowley's residence on Cascade Valley Road in Windsor. Broome County Sheriff's deputies investigating a report of a firearm being discharged shot Crowley after he pointed a firearm at them. Crowley sustained a non-life-threatening gunshot wound to his shoulder. A search of his residence uncovered several more illegal firearms. Michael A. Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, stated this is the consequence of pointing a firearm at law enforcement. Mr. Crowley is lucky to be alive. The deputy acted lawfully and in conformity with the, poli- with the policies and procedures of the Broome County Sheriff's Office. We will continue to support the brave men and women of law enforcement who respond to dangerous situations daily and prosecute those who possess firearms illegally. New York City is temporarily turning a cruise ship terminal into a shelter and services hub for asylum seekers. Mayor Eric Adams announced the plan Saturday. It's the latest in a series of facilities the city has set up and sometimes shut down as it strains to handle an ongoing influx. The city says the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal will have room, food, medical care, and other services for 1,000 single men. Its first occupants will move from another relief center at a hotel, which will switch to accommodating asylum-seeking families with children. Adams says since last spring, 41,000 asylum seekers have come to the city sometimes on buses sent by out-of-state governors. Democratic lawmakers in a handful of states are trying to send a message two years after the violent attack on the U.S. Capitol. Their message is that those people who engaged in an attempt to overthrow of the government shouldn't be allowed to run it. New York, Connecticut, and Virginia are among states where proposed legislation would prohibit anyone convicted of participating in an insurrection from holding public office or a position of public trust, such as becoming a police officer. While the bills vary in scope, their aim is similar. Many Republicans for refused to see the attempt to violently halt the congressional certification of the 2020 presidential vote as an insurrection. And President Joe Biden persuaded Democrats in Congress to provide hundreds of billions to fight climate change. Now comes another formidable task, enticing Americans to buy millions of electric cars, heat pumps, solar panels, and more efficient appliances. Biden faces a public relations challenge that could determine whether the country achieves his ambitious goal to cut greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030. One analyst says the battle will be waged one household at a time. Officials hope consumers will respond to tax credits and rebates when they make purchasing decisions if they are aware of them. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow mainly before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m., a high near 34 degrees, 90% chance of snow. Tonight, a slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed 
mixed with freezing rain, a high near 35 degrees, 100% chance of snow. Wednesday night, rain and snow becoming all rain after 11 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 100%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous, too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in New York, in almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association, reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. Your News Radio 1290 WMBF. 643 on WMBF. Some things coming up in the Binghamton area. This weekend, Binghamton Pond Fest continues. It's USA Hockey-sanctioned Youth Weekend. So if you have a kid they want to try hockey, they can do so for free on the 28th. I believe that's Saturday at 4 p.m. And all weekend, it's about the USA Hockey Youth. And we got next week another adult outdoor tournament. This one a 4v4. This past weekend was 3v3. That's more hockey trivia than a trail and snowshoe race on February 4th. And a fireworks show on February 4th as well. It's going to be really interesting to see a fireworks show in the middle of winter. Maybe some snow on the ground. Some other stuff. Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival. It's Saturday, March 25th. It's moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. So you want to get those tickets before the price goes up. And it will the closer we get to the event. And we've teamed up with Fox 40 for the clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop, and all for under $170, making the game of golf more affordable. 644, you're listening to WMBF. Welcome. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in New York knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? New York needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Is your...
6.48 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Going to be a slow morning on the roads after some overnight winter weather, so give yourself some extra time to get to work today and drive safely out there. We have a lot of school delays and closings with all that snow overnight, so to check on your school, head over to WMBF.com. We'll have the most up-to-date information for you there. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County. I-81 north and southbounds between exits 219 and 223. I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township, and various roads in Franklin Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like ditch cleaning and patching. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 29 degrees, some light snow, fog, and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 21 degrees and a winter storm warning in effect until 1 p.m. Today, snow mainly before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m., a high near 34 degrees, chance of snow 100%. The night, slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, chance of snow 20%. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, cloudy with a low near 32 or 22 and Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain. A high near 35 degrees, chance of rain 100%. Wednesday night, rain and snow, becoming all rain after 11 p.m. A low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 100%. 649, you're listening to WMBF. This is... on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. There's no question. ChatGPT has set off outright panic inside Google. And there's reason to believe that white-collar American workers should be concerned, too. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by CarShield. Prepare for the unexpected. Go to carshield.com slash Kim to save 10% on a vehicle service protection plan. Deductible may apply. First to Google, the panic is so great that Google's founders, Larry Page and Sergey Brin, who retired four years ago, have been called back to help focus all of Google's efforts on countering their first real threat, ChatGPT. But what about everybody else? Should you be worried? A writer at Atlantic Magazine decided to ask ChatGPT that very question. Here's its answer. In the next five years, it's likely that AI will begin to reduce employment for college-educated workers. It will be able to perform tasks that were previously thought to require a high level of education and skill. This could lead to a displacement of workers. So, yes, you should be concerned. Be sure to try my daily podcast for more tech smarts. It's called Kim Commando Today. Innovative businesses see every day as an opportunity to create something new. Dell Technologies Advisors are here with tools and expertise to help you do incredible things. Because Dell Technologies believes there's an innovator in all of us. Learn more about smart PCs powered by the Intel vPro platform that's built for business. Find tech that's right for you by calling a Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. 
At T-Mobile, we believe people deserve more without paying more. For a limited time, get four iPhone 14s with their amazing cameras on us and four lines for $25 a line. It's like expecting one caroling. Deck the hallway. And getting a choir. Switch and get four iPhone 14s on us with eligible trade-ins and four lines for $25 a line. With 24-monthly bill credits and auto pay plus taxes and fees for well-qualified customers with four-line minimum. If you cancel service before 24 credits, credit stop and balance on required finance agreement for all devices is due. See T-Mobile.com for details. If News Radio 1290 WMBF 6.55 on WMBF Time for a sports update The Buffalo Bills ended a season in which they overcame much adversity by producing a dud in a 27-10 loss to the Cincinnati Bengals and the divisional round of the playoffs The Bills were unable to draw upon the motivational inspiration Von Miller attempted to send by bringing in his Super Bowl trophy into the locker room last week. And safety DeMar Hamlin's surprise appearance at the stadium was unable to provide a spark, coming some three weeks after he needed to be resuscitated on the field in Cincinnati. Wild timing on that. DeMar Hamlin, when he appeared, got a huge ovation from the crowd. Not two plays later, the Bengals scored another touchdown. The New York Giants season is over after they fell 38-7 to the Philadelphia Eagles. New York was one of the surprises of this season and won a wild card game last week over Minnesota on the road. But the Giants couldn't solve the NFC East rival Eagles, losing all three games against the conference number one seed. New York trailed 28-0 at halftime and never got anything going. Daniel Jones was held to 135 yards passing with an interception. And Saquon Barkley ran for 61 yards. The question now for the Giants is whether Jones will return after the Giants declined to pick up his fifth-year option. Some basketball action. Royce O'Neal hit a go-ahead three-pointer with 28.5 seconds left, and the Brooklyn Nets capitalized on Golden State's third straight game, squandering a double-digit lead, beating the defending champion Warriors 120-116 on Sunday night. Golden State went ahead 106-93 on Klay Thompson's jumper with 6.57 to play. Then the Nets outscored the Warriors 27-10 the rest of the way. Kyrie Irving finished with 38 points, 9 assists, and 7 rebounds in the Nets' second straight win, since losing star Kevin Durant to a knee injury. And for the Knicks, Fred Van Vliet scored 28 points, Gary Trent Jr. had 24 before fouling out, and the Toronto Raptors snapped a three-game losing streak by beating the New York Knicks 125-116. Pascal Siakam scored 24 points, Scotty Barnes had 19, and Precious Achua added 12 points and 11 rebounds for the Raptors, who scored 26 points off 17 New York turnovers. R.J. Barrett scored 30 points, and Julius Randle had 23 points and 19 rebounds, as the Knicks lost their fourth straight. Jalen Brunson scored 21 points, and Obi Toppin had 14 in the loss. Some hockey action, Sebastian Ajo had three goals for his sixth career hat trick, and the Carolina Hurricanes beat the slumping New York Islanders 5-2. Jordan Stahl and Jesper Fast also scored to help the Metropolitan Division-leading Hurricanes win for the fourth time in five games. Frederick Anderson made 25 saves. Simon Holstrom and Brock Nelson scored for the Islanders, who have dropped eight of their last nine. Ilya Sorokin had 21 saves. And Victor Olofsson and Peyton Krebs each scored two goals to lead the Buffalo Sabres to a 6-3 win against the Anaheim Ducks. Dylan Cozens and Jeff Skinner also scored, and Ilya Leobushkin had three assists. Uko Pekka Lukanen made 34 saves for Buffalo. Trevor Zegras had two goals, and Simon Benoit also scored for Anaheim. John Gibson made 33 saves for Anaheim, which is 1-5-1, one, one, 
in its past seven games. 659, you're listening to WMBF. When I this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. We got two more hours to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in, contribute to the program, ask about whatever you want to ask about. ABC News, up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, January 23rd. You're listening to WNBF. For the second time in less than a week, a restaurant that's been a fixture in Binghamton is ceasing operations. Curry's of India at 45 Court Street on Friday was serving its final weekday takeout lunches with only a few items available. A co-owner of the restaurant declined to discuss the decision to close in detail, but she indicated she's retiring after operating the establishment for nearly 35 years. The small restaurant had served Indian cuisine to downtown workers and shoppers. Like many similar businesses, it experienced major challenges in the early months of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. According to archived news accounts, the husband and wife who operated the restaurant came to the United States from India in 1977. They launched Curries of India on Court Street after they operated another restaurant on Front Street for a couple of years. Signs in the windows of Curries of India on Friday indicated everything in the restaurant was for sale, including equipment and items of art that lined its walls. The Office of New York State Attorney General Letitia James is reviewing the circumstances surrounding the arrest of Hamel Waddle by Binghamton Police. Waddle was injured when police officers took him into custody around 3.20 a.m. New Year's Day. The incident happened near the intersection of State and Hawley Streets, just steps from city police headquarters. Cell phone video shot by people at the scene shows a Binghamton police officer with a knee on Waddle's neck. Mayor Jared Cram on Friday morning released a statement indicating city police officials have been in contact with the state attorney general's office regarding the incident. According to Cram, the office has requested records related to Waddle's arrest and a complaint he filed on January 2nd. The mayor said he hopes the review by the attorney general's office will result in additional bystander video footage of the arrest being made available to assist in determining the facts. Cram also wrote, we are committed to following the facts as the internal investigation remains open and to protecting the integrity of the fact-finding process while addressing the Office of Attorney General's request. The focus of the investigation will be on the actions of a Binghamton police officer who has been with the department for 19 years. He was placed on desk duty while the incident is being reviewed. Dara Silberstein, Waddle's attorney on Friday, declined to comment on her client's case, but in an email, she welcomed the attorney general's office involvement in looking into what appears to be egregious actions of the BPD. She wrote that there is enough evidence in the public domain that shows the officer kneeling on Mr. Waddle's neck and other officers failing to intervene. If true, then we hope that appropriate actions will be taken against the offending officers. The attorney general's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment on its investigation. Some New York residents who have fallen behind on energy and heating bills received some good news this week. Their debts are being forgiven. An estimated 478,000 residential customers and 56,000 small businesses will have their energy and heating debts forgiven under a new plan enacted by New York State Governor Kathy Hochul on Thursday. In a press release on Thursday, Governor Hochul stated every New Yorker deserves affordable energy, yet too many New Yorkers are at risk of having their lights turned off due to financial problems caused by the pandemic. Earlier this month, I laid out extensive proposals to make energy more affordable in my State of the State address. 
And with this historic electric and gas utility relief, we're achieving another major milestone to help New Yorkers stay warm during the cold winter months. In total, New York State residents will be receiving $672 million in assistance to pay off their past due electric and heating bills. As a part of the press release, Governor Hochul announced an additional $200 million in available relief for New Yorkers who make under $75,000 a year but have not been eligible for previous heating and electric discount programs. In Broome County Court, Jamie Crowley, age 46 of Windsor, was sentenced to seven years in New York State Prison with five years of post-release supervision. In November, Crowley was found guilty by a Broome County jury of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, menacing in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal possession of a firearm. The charges related to a July 3, 2021 incident at Crowley's residence on Cascade Valley Road in Windsor. Broome County Sheriff's deputies investigating a report of a firearm being discharged shot Crowley after he pointed a firearm at them. Crowley sustained a non-life-threatening gunshot wound to his shoulder. A search of his residence uncovered several more illegal firearms. Michael A. Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, stated this is the consequence of pointing a firearm at law enforcement. Mr. Crowley is lucky to be alive. The deputy acted lawfully and in conformity with the, poli- with the policies and procedures of the Broome County Sheriff's Office. We will continue to support the brave men and women of law enforcement who respond to dangerous situations daily and prosecute those who possess firearms illegally. New York City is temporarily turning a cruise ship terminal into a shelter and services hub for asylum seekers. Mayor Eric Adams announced the plan Saturday. It's the latest in a series of facilities the city has set up and sometimes shut down as it strains to handle an ongoing influx. The city says the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal will have room, food, medical care, and other services for 1,000 single men. Its first occupants will move from another relief center at a hotel, which will switch to accommodating asylum-seeking families with children. Adams says since last spring, 41,000 asylum seekers have come to the city sometimes on buses sent by out-of-state governors. Democratic lawmakers in a handful of states are trying to send a message two years after the violent attack on the U.S. Capitol. Their message is that those people who engaged in an attempt to overthrow of the government shouldn't be allowed to run it. New York, Connecticut, and Virginia are among states where proposed legislation would prohibit anyone convicted of participating in an insurrection from holding public office or a position of public trust, such as becoming a police officer. While the bills vary in scope, their aim is similar. Many Republicans refused to see the attempt to violently halt the congressional certification of the 2020 presidential vote as an insurrection. And President Joe Biden persuaded Democrats in Congress to provide hundreds of billions to fight climate change. Now comes another formidable task, enticing Americans to buy millions of electric cars, heat pumps, solar panels, and more efficient appliances. Biden faces a public relations challenge that could determine whether the country achieves his ambitious goal to cut greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030. One analyst says the battle will be waged one household at a time. Officials hope consumers will respond to tax credits and rebates when they make purchasing decisions if they are aware of them. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow mainly before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m., a high near 34 degrees, 90% chance of snow. Tonight, a slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain, a high near 35 degrees, 100% chance of snow. Wednesday night, rain and snow becoming all rain after 11 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 100%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. 
This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. I never... Seven thirteen on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Going to be a slow morning on the roads after some overnight winter weather, so give yourself some extra time to get to work today and drive safely out there. We have a lot of school delays and closings with all that snow overnight, so to check on your school, head over to WMBF.com. We'll have the most up-to-date information for you there. And we have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County. I-81 north and southbound between exits 219 and 223. I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township. 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough. 2046 in Herrick Township. 2053 in Bridgewater Township. 3001 in Auburn Township and various roads in Franklin Township. We'll have lane restrictions for road work like side dozing and crack sealing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 29 degrees, some light snow, fog, and mist in the area. Wind chill has it at 19 degrees and a winter storm warning in effect until 1 p.m. Today's snow, mainly before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m., a high near 33 degrees, chance of snow 90%. Tonight, slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, cloudy, a low near 22. And Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain. A high near 35 degrees, 100% chance of snow. Wednesday night, rain and snow becoming all rain after 11 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 100%. 7.15, you're listening to WMBF. You wash your... Seven eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. The Buffalo Bills ended a season in which they overcame much adversity by producing a dud in a 27-10 loss to the Cincinnati Bengals in the divisional round of the playoffs. The Bills were unable to draw upon the motivational inspiration Von Miller attempted to send by bringing his Super Bowl trophy into the locker room last week. And safety DeMar Hamlin's surprise appearance at the stadium was unable to provide a spark coming some three weeks after he needed to be resuscitated on the field in Cincinnati. The New York Giants season is over after they fell 38-7 to the Philadelphia Eagles. 
New York was one of the surprises of the season and won a wild card game last week over Minnesota on the road. But the Giants couldn't solve the NFC East rival Eagles, losing all three games against the conference's number one seed. New York trailed 28-0 at halftime and never got anything going. Daniel Jones was held to 135 yards passing with an interception, and Saquon Barkley ran for 61 yards. The question now for the Giants is whether Jones will return after the Giants declined to pick up his fifth-year option. Some basketball action. Royce O'Neal hit a go-ahead three-pointer with 28.5 seconds left, and the Brooklyn Nets capitalized on Golden State's third straight game, squandering a double-digit lead, beating the defending champion Warriors 120-116 on Sunday night. Golden State went ahead 106-93 on Klay Thompson's jumper with 6.57 to play. Then the Nets outscored the Warriors 27-10 the rest of the way. Kyrie Irving finished with 38 points, 9 assists, and 7 rebounds in the Nets' second straight win since losing star Kevin Durant to a knee injury. And for the Knicks, Fred Van Vliet scored 28 points, Gary Trent Jr. had 24 before fouling out, and the Toronto Raptors snapped a three-game losing streak by beating the New York Knicks 125-116. Pascal Siakam scored 24 points, Scotty Barnes had 19, and Precious Achua added 12 points and 11 rebounds for the Raptors who scored 26 points off 17 New York turnovers. R.J. Barrett scored 30 points, and Julius Randle had 23 points and 19 rebounds, as the Knicks lost their fourth straight. Jalen Brunson scored 21 points, and Obi Toppin had 14 in the loss. Some hockey action. Sebastian Ajo had three goals for his sixth sixth career hat trick, and the Carolina Hurricanes beat the slumping New York Islanders 5-2. Jordan Stahl and Jesper Fast also scored to help the Metropolitan Division-leading Hurricanes win for the fourth time in five games. Frederick Anderson made 25 saves. Simon Holmstrom and Brock Nelson scored for the Islanders, who have dropped eight of their last nine. Ilya Sorokin had 21 saves. And Victor Olofsson and Peyton Krebs each scored two goals to lead the Buffalo Sabres to a 6-3 win against the Anaheim Ducks. Dylan Cozens and Jeff Skinner also scored, and Ilya Lubishkin had three assists. Uko Pekka Lukanen made 34 saves for Buffalo. Trevor Zegras had two goals, and Simon Benoit also scored for Anaheim. John Gibson made 33 saves for Anaheim, which is 1 5 and 1 in its past seven games. 721 on WMBF. Now, time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. After briefly losing momentum last week, the January stock market rally resumed late in the session on Friday, sending the Dow Jones higher by 331 points, 1% in all to a close at 33,375. The S&P 500 picked up 1.9%. The Nasdaq soared 2.6%. That surge in the Nasdaq came despite less than encouraging reports out of the tech industry. The Wall Street Journal says companies including Meta, Microsoft, and Google have shelved some of their so-called moonshot projects as they cut tens of thousands of jobs. Several of the companies say they're focusing on areas of current growth. Disney's Avatar The Way of Water had another good weekend at the box office, becoming the third James Cameron feature to reach $2 billion in global ticket sales. It's the sixth highest grossing movie in history. Disney's the parent company to ABC News and has plans for three more installments in the Avatar franchise. Jim Ryan, ABC News. on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Political Insights. 
Here are your political insights from ABC News. For now, it's a stalemate between the White House and House Republicans over the debt ceiling. Using the debt ceiling and holding it hostage hasn't worked in the past. But Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat of West Virginia, told State of the Union on CNN the White House should be negotiating. I think it's a mistake because we have to negotiate. This is a, this is a democracy that we have. We have a two-party system, as, if you will. The Treasury Secretary, who's taking steps to prevent a U.S. debt default, is weighing in. Visiting Senegal, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen calling demands by House Republicans for spending cuts in return for backing an increase in the debt ceiling irresponsible. It's not about uh, new spending. But Yellen says about paying bills that have already been incurred, and she says she believes Congress ultimately understands not raising the debt ceiling would bring... A self-imposed calamity on the United States and the world economy. Dave Packer, ABC News. And those are your political insights. Richard Cantu, ABC News. At Ma- News Radio 1290, 728 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Going to be a slow morning on the roads after some overnight winter weather, so give yourself some extra time to get to work today and drive safely out there. We have a lot of school delays and closings with all that snow overnight. So to check on your school, head over to WMBF.com. We'll have the most up-to-date information for you there. And we have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 north and southbound between exits 219 and 223. I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough. 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township, and various roads in Franklin Township will all have lane restrictions for road work like cracked ceiling and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 29 degrees, some light snow, fog, and mist in the area. Wind chill has it at 19 degrees and a winter storm warning in effect until 1 p.m. Today's snow mainly before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m., A high near 33 degrees, 90% chance of snow. Tonight, slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain. A high near 35 degrees, chance of snow 100%. Wednesday night, rain and snow becoming all rain after 11 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 100%. 729, you're listening to WMBF. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, I'm Rex. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update. ABC Entertainment News. 
humans are returning. It's six weeks in a row and the number one box office spot for Avatar The Way of Water. Another 20 million bucks brings the total domestic gross to 598 million. But the big news is global earnings. It's now the sixth movie to earn $2 billion or more with a $2.024 billion take. Putting the number five all-time global earner, Avengers Infinity War, just $28 million ahead of it, squarely in its sights. Alanis Morissette there, one of the many celebrities and fans remembering Lisa Marie Presley at her memorial service in Memphis Sunday. The only child of Elvis Presley died January 12th and was interred at Graceland last week next to her late father. Jeremy Renner says he broke more than 30 bones in that snowcat accident two weeks ago. The Avengers star shared the news in an Instagram update showing him undergoing rehab at home. And Law & Order SVU star Mariska Hargitay's 59 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. You des- this is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Join Mark. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, January 23rd. You're listening to WNBF. For the second time in less than a week, a restaurant that's been a fixture in Binghamton is ceasing operations. Curries of India at 45 Court Street on Friday was serving its final weekday takeout lunches with only a few items available. A co-owner of the restaurant declined to discuss the decision to close in detail, but she indicated she's retiring after operating the establishment for nearly 35 years. The small restaurant had served Indian cuisine to downtown workers and shoppers. Like many similar businesses, it experienced major challenges in the early months of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. According to archived news accounts, the husband and wife who operated the restaurant came to the United States from India in 1977. They launched Curries of India on Court Street after they operated another restaurant on Front Street for a couple of years. Signs in the windows of Curries of India on Friday indicated everything in the restaurant was for sale, including equipment and items of art that lined its walls. The Office of New York State Attorney General Letitia James is reviewing the circumstances surrounding the arrest of Hamel Waddle by Binghamton Police. Waddle was injured when police officers took him into custody around 3.20 a.m. New Year's Day. The incident happened near the intersection of State and Hawley Streets, just steps from city police headquarters. Cell phone video shot by people at the scene shows a Binghamton police officer with a knee on Waddle's neck. Mayor Jared Cram on Friday morning released a statement indicating city police officials have been in contact with the state attorney general's office regarding the incident. According to Cram, the office has requested records related to Waddle's arrest and a complaint he filed on January 2nd. The mayor said 
said he hopes the review by the Attorney General's office will result in additional bystander video footage of the arrest being made, available to assist in determining the facts. Cram also wrote, We are committed to following the facts as the internal investigation remains open and to protecting the integrity of the fact-finding process while addressing the Office of Attorney General's request. The focus of the investigation will be on the actions of a Binghamton police officer who has been with the department for 19 years. He was placed on desk duty while the incident is being reviewed. Dara Silberstein, Waddle's attorney on Friday, declined to comment on her client's case, but in an email, she welcomed the Attorney General's office involvement in looking into what appears to be egregious actions of the BPD. She wrote that there is enough evidence in the public domain that shows the officer kneeling on Mr. Waddle's neck and other officers failing to intervene. If true, then we hope that appropriate actions will be taken against the offending officers. The Attorney General's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment on its investigation. Some New York residents who have fallen behind on energy and heating bills received some good news this week. Their debts are being forgiven. An estimated 478,000 residential customers and 56,000 small businesses will have their energy and heating debts forgiven under a new plan enacted by New York State Governor Kathy Hochul on Thursday. In a press release on Thursday, Governor Hochul stated every New Yorker deserves affordable energy, yet too many New Yorkers are at risk of having their lights turned off due to financial problems caused by the pandemic. Earlier this month, I laid out extensive proposals to make energy more affordable in my State of the State address. And with this historic electric and gas utility relief, we're achieving another major milestone to help New Yorkers stay warm during the cold winter months. In total, New York State residents will be receiving $672 million in assistance to pay off their past due electric and heating bills. As a part of the press release, Governor Hochul announced an additional $200 million in available relief for New Yorkers who make under $75,000 a year but have not been eligible for previous heating and electric discount programs. In Broome County Court, Jamie Crowley, age 46, of Windsor, was sentenced to seven years in New York State Prison with five years of post-release supervision. In November, Crowley was found guilty by a Broome County jury of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, menacing in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal possession of a firearm. The charges related to a July 3, 2021 incident at Crowley's residence on Cascade Valley Road in Windsor. Broome County Sheriff's deputies investigating a report of a firearm being discharged shot Crowley after he pointed a firearm at them. Crowley sustained a non-life-threatening gunshot wound to his shoulder. A search of his residence uncovered several more illegal firearms. Michael A. Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, stated this is the consequence of pointing a firearm at law enforcement. Mr. Crowley is lucky to be alive. The deputy acted lawfully and in conformity with the, poli- with the policies and procedures of the Broome County Sheriff's Office. We will continue to support the brave men and women of law enforcement who respond to dangerous situations daily and prosecute those who possess firearms illegally. New York City is temporarily turning a cruise ship terminal into a shelter and services hub for asylum seekers. Mayor Eric Adams announced the plan Saturday. It's the latest in a series of facilities the city has set up and sometimes shut down as it strains to handle an ongoing influx. The city says the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal will have room, food, medical care, and other services for 1,000 single men. Its first occupants will move from another relief center at a hotel, which will switch to accommodating asylum-seeking families with children. Adams says since last spring, 41,000 asylum seekers have come to the city. 
sometimes on buses sent by out-of-state governors. Democratic lawmakers in a handful of states are trying to send a message two years after the violent attack on the U.S. Capitol. Their message is that those people who engaged in an attempt to overthrow of the government shouldn't be allowed to run it. New York, Connecticut, and Virginia are among states where proposed legislation would prohibit anyone convicted of participating in an insurrection from holding public office or a position of public trust, such as becoming a police officer. While the bills vary in scope, their aim is similar. Many Republicans refused to see the attempt to violently halt the congressional certification of the 2020 presidential vote as an insurrection. And President Joe Biden persuaded Democrats in Congress to provide hundreds of billions to fight climate change. Now comes another formidable task, enticing Americans to buy millions of electric cars, heat pumps, solar panels, and more efficient appliances. Biden faces a public relations challenge that could determine whether the country achieves his ambitious goal to cut greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030. One analyst says the battle will be waged one household at a time. Officials hope consumers will respond to tax credits and rebates when they make purchasing decisions if they are aware of them. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow mainly before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m., a high near 34 degrees, 90 percent chance of snow. Tonight, a slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 20 percent chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain, a high near 35 degrees, 100% chance of snow. Wednesday night, rain and snow becoming all rain after 11 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 100%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Colorectal cancer screening saves lives, but only if people get tested. About 23 million adults have never been tested. Almost two out of three have a regular doctor and health insurance that would pay for the test. Doctors often recommend colonoscopy, but the fecal occult blood test and sigmoidoscopy also effectively find colorectal cancer early. When people can pick the test they prefer, they're more likely to actually get tested. If you're between the ages of 50 and 75, talk with your doctor about which test is best for you. Make sure you understand the steps you need to take to get tested. If you have a family history of colorectal cancer or polyps or inflammatory bowel disease, ask your doctor if you should start screening before age 50. Through the Affordable Care Act, many people have access to health insurance that covers colorectal cancer screening tests at no cost. Remember, the best test is the test that gets done. Your- on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Now, I feel partially responsible for the state of the roads out there this morning. Obviously, a lot of snow overnight, making it kind of slushy, slippery. I don't think too much in the way of freezing on the roads. You might see some ice patches out there, but I feel partially responsible because I feel like for the last couple weeks, I've been daring the Binghamton winter to show up. I've been a little underwhelmed so far with the amount of snow we've gotten in Binghamton. It felt pretty light to me compared to what I was expecting when I moved here. And now, of course, today the snow comes and it ruins my morning, puts me behind schedule. I spend like 10 minutes cleaning off my car in the morning and getting out of the parking lot that's unplowed at 4 o'clock in the morning. Shocker there. The parking lot is not plowed at 4 o'clock in the morning just waiting for me to leave for work. 
It took me a while to get here this morning. Put me way behind on my schedule. But it feels like it's kind of my fault, because I, I did dare the Binghamton winter to kick it up a notch. I wanted the Golden Snowball Award back. And we just had to give it to Buffalo a couple months ago. They finally came to get it. I wanted it back. I don't know if we're going to win it. Now, at this point, might as well get no more snow for the rest of the winter. That'd be nice if we're not going to win the Golden Snowball. 745, you're listening to WMBF. I'm Mark. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Going to be a slow morning on the roads after some overnight winter weather, so give yourself some extra time to get to work today and drive safely out there. We have a lot of school delays and closings with all that snow overnight, so to check on your school, head over to WMBF.com. We'll have the most up-to-date information for you there. Probably a safe assumption that your school is closed today, but double-check just to be sure. And we have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 north and southbound between exits 219 and 223, I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough, State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township, and various roads in Franklin Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like side dozing and crack sealing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 29 degrees, some light snow fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 19 degrees and a winter storm warning in effect until 1 p.m. Today, snow mainly before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m. A high near 33 degrees, 90% chance of snow. Tonight, a slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, cloudy, a low near 22. And Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain. A high near 35 degrees, chance of snow 100%. Wednesday night, rain and snow becoming all rain after 11 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, 100% chance of rain. 7.50, you're listening to WMBF. When I first the thing is, I would never give blood before. You know, I, before this happened to me, I thought of every excuse of the book, but I'm so thankful that everybody didn't think the way I did, or I would have died. Like so many new mothers, Noelle needed blood during the birth of her son. Thanks to the American Red Cross and a donor like you, it was there. One donation, just an hour of your time, can help save up to three lives. Please sign up to give now at redcrossblood.org. Welcome on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, the Mac Mini was one of the first computers to get Apple's silicon chip, the M1, back in 2020. Now it's getting an update. 9to5Mac's Chance Miller says Apple's smallest computer now gets the company's latest M2 chip with the option for a faster M2 Pro. The big addition here is that M2 Pro model because it's a much higher performance model compared to the M1. 
and there wasn't anything on the higher end of the Mac Mini with Apple Silicon. It starts just under $600, 100 bucks cheaper than it used to be, but you'll have to buy your own external monitor. It was kind of awkward before they had the Mac Mini that needed an external display, but the only external display Apple sold at for years was the Pro Display XDR, which is five grand. Now, though, Miller says the Mini is in a better position. Apple has the Studio Display, which is its own external display that would pair pretty nicely with a Mac Mini. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans in your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. If you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.org. I never... on WMBF. Time for a check on sports. The Buffalo Bills ended a season in which they overcame much adversity by producing a dud in a 27-10 loss to the Cincinnati Bengals in the divisional round of the playoffs. The Bills were unable to draw upon the motivational inspiration Von Miller attempted to send by bringing in his Super Bowl trophy into the locker room last week. And safety DeMar Hamlin's surprise appearance at the stadium was unable to spark, uh, provide a spark coming some three weeks after he needed to be resuscitated on the field in Cincinnati. The New York Giants season is over after they fell 38-7 to to the Philadelphia Eagles. New York was one of the surprises of the season and won a wild card game last week over Minnesota on the road, but the Giants couldn't solve the NFC East rival Eagles, losing all three games against the conference's number one seed. New York trailed 28-0 at halftime and never got anything going. Daniel Jones was held to 135 yards passing with an interception, and Saquon Barkley ran for 61 yards. The question now for the Giants is whether Jones will return after the Giants declined to pick up his fifth-year option. Some basketball action. Royce O'Neal hit a go-ahead three-pointer with 28.5 seconds left, and the Brooklyn Nets capitalized on Golden State's third straight game, squandering a double-digit lead, beating the defending champion Warriors 120-116 on Sunday night. Golden State went ahead 106-93 on Klay Thompson's jumper with 6.57 to play, and then the Nets outscored the Warriors 27-10 the rest of the way. Kyrie Irving finished with 38 points, 9 assists, and 7 rebounds in the Nets' second straight win since losing star Kevin Durant to a knee injury. For the Knicks, Fred Van Vliet scored 28 points, Gary Trent Jr. had 24 before fouling out, and the Toronto Raptors snapped a three-game losing streak by beating the New York Knicks 125-116. Pascal Siakam scored 24 points, Scotty Barnes had 19, and Precious Achua added 12 points and 11 rebounds for the Raptors, who scored 26 points off 17 New York turnovers. R.J. Barrett scored 30 points, and Julius Randle had 23 points and 19 rebounds, as the Knicks lost their fourth straight. Jalen Brunson scored 21 points, and Obi Toppin had 14 in the loss. Some hockey action. Sebastian Ajo had three goals for his sixth career hat trick, and the Carolina Hurricanes beat the slumping New York Islanders 5-2. Jordan Stahl and Jesper Fass also scored to help the Metropolitan Division-leading Hurricanes win for the fourth time in five games. Frederick Anderson made 25 saves. Simon Holmstrom and Brock Nelson scored for the Islanders, who have dropped eight of their last nine. Ilya Sorokin had 21 saves. 
And Victor Olofsson and Peyton Krebs each scored two goals to lead the Buffalo Sabres to a 6-3 win against the Anaheim Ducks. Dylan Cozens and Jeff Skinner also scored. Ugo Pekka Lukanen made 34 saves for Buffalo. And Trevor Zegras had two goals and Simon Benoit also scored for Anaheim. John Gibson made 33 saves for Anaheim, which is 1-5-1 in its past seven games. And some other sports news. Christian McCaffrey scored the go-ahead touchdown on a two-yard run in the fourth quarter, and the San Francisco defense defense did the rest, sending the 49ers to their second straight NFC title game with a 19-12 victory over the Dallas Cowboys. And Patrick Mahomes sustained a right high ankle sprain in the Kansas City Chiefs divisional playoff win over the Jaguars, but the All-Pro quarterback is expected to play in next weekend's AFC Championship game. At 7.59, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number two of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. You got one more hour to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in, contribute to the program. ABC News coming up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, January 23rd. You're listening to WNBF. For the second time in less than a week, a restaurant that's been a fixture in Binghamton is ceasing operations. Curry's of India at 45 Court Street on Friday was serving its final weekday takeout lunches with only a few items available. A co-owner of the restaurant declined to discuss the decision to close in detail, but she indicated she's retiring after operating the establishment for nearly 35 years. The small restaurant had served Indian cuisine to downtown workers and shoppers. Like many similar businesses, it experienced major challenges in the early months of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. According to archived news accounts, the husband and wife who operated the restaurant came to the United States from India in 1977. They launched Curries of India on Court Street after they operated another restaurant on French Street for a couple of years. Signs in the windows of Curries of India on Friday indicated everything in the restaurant was for sale, including equipment and items of art that lined its walls. The Office of New York State Attorney General Letitia James is reviewing the circumstances surrounding the arrest of Hamel Waddle by Binghamton Police. Waddle was injured when police officers took him into custody around 3.20 a.m. New Year's Day. The incident happened near the intersection of State and Hawley Streets, just steps from city police headquarters. Cell phone video shot by people at the scene shows a Binghamton police officer with a knee on Waddle's neck. Mayor Jared Cram on Friday morning released a statement indicating city police officials have been in contact with the state attorney general's office regarding the incident. According to Cram, the office has requested records related to Waddle's arrest and a complaint he filed on January 2nd. The mayor said he hopes the review by the attorney general's office will result in additional bystander video footage of the arrest being made available to assist in determining the facts. Cram also wrote, we are committed to following the facts as the internal investigation remains open and to protecting the integrity of the fact-finding process while addressing the Office of Attorney General's request. The focus of the investigation will be on the actions of a Binghamton police officer who has been with the department for 19 years. He was placed on desk duty while the incident is being reviewed. Dara Silberstein, Waddle's attorney on Friday, declined to comment on her client's case, but in an email, she welcomed the Attorney General's office involvement in looking into what appears to be egregious actions of the BPD. 
She wrote that there is enough evidence in the public domain that shows the officer kneeling on Mr. Waddell's neck and other officers failing to intervene. If true, then we hope that appropriate actions will be taken against the offending officers. The Attorney General's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment on its investigation. Some New York residents who have fallen behind on energy and heating bills received some good news this week. Their debts are being forgiven. An estimated 478,000 residential customers and 56,000 small businesses will have their energy and heating debts forgiven under a new plan enacted by New York State Governor Kathy Hochul on Thursday. In a press release on Thursday, Governor Hochul stated every New Yorker deserves affordable energy, yet too many New Yorkers are at risk of having their lights turned off due to financial problems caused by the pandemic. Earlier this month, I laid out extensive proposals to make energy more affordable in my State of the State address. And with this historic electric and gas utility relief, we're achieving another major milestone to help New Yorkers stay warm during the cold winter months. In total, New York State residents will be receiving $672 million in assistance to pay off their past due electric and heating bills. As a part of the press release, Governor Hochul announced an additional $200 million in available relief for New Yorkers who make under $75,000 a year but have not been eligible for previous heating and electric discount programs. In Broome County Court, Jamie Crowley, age 46, of Windsor, was sentenced to seven years in New York State Prison with five years of post-release supervision. In November, Crowley was found guilty by a Broome County jury of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, menacing in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal possession of a firearm. The charges related to a July 3, 2021 incident at Crowley's residence on Cascade Valley Road in Windsor. Broome County Sheriff's deputies investigating a report of a firearm being discharged shot Crowley after he pointed a firearm at them. Crowley sustained a non-life-threatening gunshot wound to his shoulder. A search of his residence uncovered several more illegal firearms. Michael A. Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, stated this is the consequence of pointing a firearm at law enforcement. Mr. Crowley is lucky to be alive. The deputy acted lawfully and in conformity with the, poli- with the policies and procedures of the Broome County Sheriff's Office. We will continue to support the brave men and women of law enforcement who respond to dangerous situations daily and prosecute those who possess firearms illegally. New York City is temporarily turning a cruise ship terminal into a shelter and services hub for asylum seekers. Mayor Eric Adams announced the plan Saturday. It's the latest in a series of facilities the city has set up and sometimes shut down as it strains to handle an ongoing influx. The city says the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal will have room, food, medical care, and other services for 1,000 single men. Its first occupants will move from another relief center at a hotel, which will switch to accommodating asylum-seeking families with children. Adams says since last spring, 41,000 asylum seekers have come to the city sometimes on buses sent by out-of-state governors. Democratic lawmakers in a handful of states are trying to send a message two years after the violent attack on the U.S. Capitol. Their message is that those people who engaged in an attempt to overthrow of the government shouldn't be allowed to run it. New York, Connecticut, and Virginia are among states where proposed legislation would prohibit anyone convicted of participating in an insurrection from holding public office or a position of public trust, such as becoming a police officer. While the bills vary in scope, their aim is similar. Many Republicans refused to see the attempt to violently halt the congressional certification of the 2020 presidential vote as an insurrection. And President Joe Biden persuaded Democrats in Congress to provide hundreds of billions to fight climate change. Now comes another formidable task, enticing Americans to buy millions of electric cars, heat pumps, solar panels, and more efficient appliances. Biden faces a public relations challenge that could determine whether the country achieves his ambitious goal to cut greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030. One analyst says the battle will be waged one household at a time. 
Officials hope consumers will respond to tax credits and rebates when they make purchasing decisions if they are aware of them. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow mainly before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m., a high near 34 degrees, 90% chance of snow. Tonight, a slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain, a high near 35 degrees, 100% chance of snow. Wednesday night, rain and snow becoming all rain after 11 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 100%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood. A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. <laughs> to speak out. To be myself. Loser. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. Come on, punk. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Message. Or walk to my locker. Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave them alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Bullying.org. You're like News Radio 1290 WMBF 813 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Gonna be a slow morning on the roads after some overnight winter weather, so give yourself some extra time to get to work today and drive safely out there. We have a lot of school delays and closings with all that snow overnight. So to check on your school, head over to WMBF.com. We'll have the most up-to-date information for you there. Pretty good chance your school is either delayed or closed. So you want to get that done now? We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County. ID1 north and southbounds between exits 219 and 223. I-81 in Great Bed Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township. 1013 in Landsboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township and various roads in Franklin Township will have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and patching. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton, right now about 29 degrees and overcast outside, wind chill has it at 20 degrees, a winter storm warning in effect until 1 p.m. Today, snow mainly before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m., a high near 33 degrees, 90% chance of snow. Tonight, slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain, a high near 35 degrees, 100% chance of snow. Wednesday night, rain and snow becoming all rain after 11 p.m., a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 100%. It's 8.15. You're listening to WMBF. Is your... 
Ladies and gentlemen, we're back live at the National Butt Out Finals. A.J. Langer is all fired up, and there he goes. It's out. He put his butt out in 2.6 seconds. Lori is with A.J. Lori? A.J., how did you get your butt out so quick? Well, I learned the hard way. I burned the house down. If you smoke, put it out all the way, every time. Smoking is the number one cause of preventable home fire deaths. Check out usfa.dhs.gov smoking. A message from the U.S. Fire Administration and firefighters everywhere. Eight seventeen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. The Buffalo Bills ended a season in which they overcame much adversity by producing a dud in a 27-10 loss to the Cincinnati Bengals in the divisional round of the playoffs. The Bills were unable to draw upon the motivational inspiration Von Miller attempted to send by bringing in his Super Bowl trophy into the locker room last week. And safety DeMar Hamlin's surprise appearance at the stadium was unable to provide a spark, coming some three weeks after he needed to be resuscitated on the field in Cincinnati. The New York Giants season is over after they fell 38-7 to the Philadelphia Eagles. New York was one of the surprises of the season and won a wild card game last week over Minnesota on the road, but the Giants couldn't solve the NFC East rival Eagles, losing all three games against the conference's number one seed. New York trailed 28-0 at halftime and never got anything going. Daniel Jones was held to 135 yards passing with an interception, and Saquon Barkley ran for 61 yards. The question now for the Giants is whether Jones will return after the Giants declined to pick up his fifth-year option. Some basketball news. Royce O'Neal hit a go-ahead three-pointer with 28.5 seconds left, and the Brooklyn Nets capitalized on Golden State's third straight game, squandering a double-digit lead, beating the defending champion Warriors 120-116 on Sunday night. Golden State went ahead 106-93 on Klay Thompson's jumper with 6.57 to play. Then the Nets outscored the Warriors 27-10 the rest of the way. Kyrie Irving finished with 38 points, 9 assists, and 7 rebounds in the Nets' second straight win since losing star Kevin Durant to a knee injury. And Fred Van Vliet scored 28 points, Gary Trent Jr. had 24 before fouling out, and the Toronto Raptors snapped a three-game losing streak by beating the New York Knicks 125-116. Pascal Siakam scored 24 points, Scotty Barnes had 19, and Precious Achua added 12 points and 11 rebounds for the Raptors, who scored 26 points off 17 New York turnovers. R.J. Barrett scored 30 points, and Julius Randle had 23 points and 19 rebounds as the Knicks lost their fourth straight. Jalen Brunson scored 21 points, and Obi Toppin had 14 in the loss. Some hockey action. Sebastian Ajo had three goals for his sixth career hat trick, and the Carolina Hurricanes beat the slumping New York Islanders 5-2. Jordan Stahl and Jesper Fass also scored to help the Metropolitan Division-leading Hurricanes win for the fourth time in five games. Frederick Anderson made 25 saves. Simon Holmstrom and Brock Nelson scored for the Islanders, who have dropped eight of their last nine. Ilya Sorokin had 21 saves. And Victor Olofsson and Peyton Krebs each scored two goals to lead the Buffalo Sabres to a 6-3 win against the Anaheim Ducks. Dylan Cozens and Jeff Skinner also scored. Uko Pekka Lukanen made 34 saves for Buffalo. Trevor Zagras had two goals, and Simon Benoit also scored for Anaheim. John Gibson made 33 saves for Anaheim, which is 1-5-1 in its past seven games. Some other sports news. 
NFL playoff action, Christian McCaffrey scored the go-ahead touchdown on a two-yard run in the fourth quarter, and San Francisco's defense did the rest, sending the 49ers to their second straight NFC title game with a 19-12 victory over the Dallas Cowboys. And Patrick Mahomes sustained a right high ankle sprain in the Kansas City Chiefs' divisional playoff win over the Jaguars. But the All-Pro quarterback is expected to play in next weekend's AFC Championship game. It's 8:20 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. After briefly losing momentum last week, the January stock market rally resumed late in the session on Friday, sending the Dow Jones higher by 331 points, 1% in all to a close at 33,375. The S&P 500 picked up 1.9%. The Nasdaq soared 2.6%. That surge in the Nasdaq came despite less than encouraging reports out of the tech industry. The Wall Street Journal says companies including Meta, Microsoft and Google have shelved some of their so-called moonshot projects as they cut tens of thousands of jobs. Several of the companies say they're focusing on areas of current growth. Disney's Avatar The Way of Water had another good weekend at the box office, becoming the third James Cameron feature to reach $2 billion in global ticket sales. It's the sixth highest grossing movie in history. Disney's the parent company to ABC News and has plans for three more installments in the Avatar franchise. Jim Ryan, ABC News. I stopped. Hey, sweetie. What's going on? Well, honey, I, uh... I have some news. Uh, okay. What? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Hey, Rick. Eight twenty-four on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You want to keep your brain sharp as you get older? Well, one of the best ways to do that is to eat real food, and specifically foods that contain flavonols, a type of antioxidant, were shown to slow the rate of cognitive decline in a new study out of Rush University Medical Center. Now you can find flavonols in fruits and vegetables, tea even wine. The researchers also said that flavanols may be a marker of better overall diet quality or even greater health consciousness. That's to say that people who do one thing right in the pursuit of good health tend to do a lot of things right. Of course, there are plenty of other things you can do to keep sharp, from how to get more movement to how to snag more satisfying sleep. In fact, I've got a new workbook out that will walk you through the small changes that could result in a big impact on your brain health. It's called 12 Weeks to a Sharper You. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL.
Are you wasting money on a timeshare you rarely use? Cancel it with Titan Exit Group. Get a free consultation and see how they can stop the never-ending maintenance fees and mortgage payments. In fact, if your timeshare contract is not terminated, you owe nothing, so you have nothing to lose. But those monthly fees get legally released from your timeshare, 100% guaranteed. Call now for your free consultation at 800-200-0894. Runners, to your mark. Some may see a sprinter. At the NFHS, we see a future leader already off to the races. Some may see a volleyball player. One hit! Way to go, girl! At the NFHS, we see a spike in confidence that will help her achieve her potential. What else do we see? Musicians learning to march to their own beat. We're the NFHS, the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and activities in America, helping today's teenagers develop the skills they need to become tomorrow's leaders. And we see it happening in communities across New York every single day. Learn more about the NFHS commitment to youth at NFHS.org. This message presented by the NFHS, the National Federation of State High School Associations. Democrat. Eight twenty-eight on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Going to be a slow morning on the roads after some overnight winter weather, so give yourself some extra time to get to work today and drive safely out there. We have a lot of school delays and closings with all that snow overnight, so to check on your school, head over to WMBF.com. We'll have the most up-to-date information available for you there. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County. I-81 north and southbound between exits 219 and 223. I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township, and various roads in Franklin Township will all have lane restrictions for road work like ditch cleaning and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 29 degrees and overcast outside. Wind chill has it at 20 degrees and a winter storm warning in effect until 1 p.m. Today snow mainly before 1 p.m. Then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m. A high near 33 degrees, 90% chance of snow. Tonight a slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain. A high near 35 degrees, 100% chance of snow. Wednesday night, rain and snow becoming all rain after 11 p.m. A low near 33 degrees, chance of rain, 100%. It's 8.30. You're listening to WMBF. Did you know... on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News.
humans are returning. It's six weeks in a row and the number one box office spot for Avatar, The Way of Water. Another 20 million bucks brings the total domestic gross to 598 million. But the big news is global earnings. It's now the sixth movie to earn $2 billion or more with a $2.024 billion take. Putting the number five all-time global earner, Avengers Infinity War, just $28 million ahead of it, squarely in its sights. Alanis Morris sat there, one of the many celebrities and fans remembering Lisa Marie Presley at her memorial service in Memphis Sunday. The only child of Elvis Presley died January 12th and was interred at Graceland last week next to her late father. Jeremy Renner says he broke more than 30 bones in that snowcat accident two weeks ago. The Avengers star shared the news in an Instagram update showing him undergoing rehab at home. And Law & Order SVU star Mariska Hargitay's 59 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, January 23rd. You're listening to WNBF. For the second time in less than a week, a restaurant that's been a fixture in Binghamton is ceasing operations. Curries of India at 45 Court Street on Friday was serving its final weekday takeout lunches with only a few items available. A co-owner of the restaurant declined to discuss the decision to close in detail, but she indicated she's retiring after operating the establishment for nearly 35 years. The small restaurant had served Indian cuisine to downtown workers and shoppers. Like many similar businesses, it experienced major challenges in the early months of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. According to archived news accounts, the husband and wife who operated the restaurant came to the United States from India in 1977. They launched Curries of India on Court Street after they operated another restaurant on Front Street for a couple of years. Signs in the windows of Curries of India on Friday indicated everything in the restaurant was for sale, including equipment and items of art that lined its walls. The Office of New York State Attorney General Letitia James is reviewing the circumstances surrounding the arrest of Hamel Waddle by Binghamton Police. Waddle was injured when police officers took him into custody around 3.20 a.m. New Year's Day. The incident happened near the intersection of State and Hawley Streets, just steps from city police headquarters. Cell phone video shot by people at the scene shows a Binghamton police officer with a knee on Waddle's neck. Mayor Jared Cram on Friday morning released a statement indicating city police officials have been in contact with the state attorney general's office regarding the incident. According to Cram, the office has requested records related to Waddle's arrest and a complaint he filed on January 2nd. The mayor said he hopes the review by the attorney general's office will result in additional bystander video footage of the arrest being made available to assist in determining the facts. Cram also wrote, we are committed to following the facts as the internal investigation remains open and to protecting the integrity of the fact-finding process while addressing the Office of Attorney General's request. The focus of the investigation will be on the actions of a Binghamton police officer who has been with the department for 19 years. He was placed on desk duty while the incident is being reviewed. Dara Silberstein, Waddle's attorney on Friday, declined to comment on her client's case, but in an email, she welcomed the attorney general's office involvement in looking into what appears to be egregious actions of the BPD. She wrote that there is enough evidence in the public domain that shows the officer kneeling on Mr. Waddle's neck and other officers failing to intervene. If true, then we hope that appropriate actions will be taken against the offending officers. The attorney general's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment on its investigation. Some New York residents who have fallen behind on energy and heating bills received some good news this week. Their debts are being forgiven. An estimated 478,000 residential customers and 56,000 small businesses will have their energy and heating debts forgiven under a new plan enacted by New York State Governor Kathy Hochul on Thursday. 
In a press release on Thursday, Governor Hochul stated every New Yorker deserves affordable energy, yet too many New Yorkers are at risk of having their lights turned off due to financial problems caused by the pandemic. Earlier this month, I laid out extensive proposals to make energy more affordable in my State of the State address. And with this historic electric and gas utility relief, we're achieving another major milestone to help New Yorkers stay warm during the cold winter months. In total, New York State residents will be receiving $672 million in assistance to pay off their past due electric and heating bills. As a part of the press release, Governor Hochul announced an additional $200 million in available relief for New Yorkers who make under $75,000 a year but have not been eligible for previous heating and electric discount programs. In Broome County Court, Jamie Crowley, age 46, of Windsor, was sentenced to seven years in New York State Prison with five years of post-release supervision. In November, Crowley was found guilty by a Broome County jury of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, menacing in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal possession of a firearm. The charges related to a July 3, 2021 incident at Crowley's residence on Cascade Valley Road in Windsor. Broome County Sheriff's deputies investigating a report of a firearm being discharged shot Crowley after he pointed a firearm at them. Crowley sustained a non-life-threatening gunshot wound to his shoulder. A search of his residence uncovered several more illegal firearms. Michael A. Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, stated this is the consequence of pointing a firearm at law enforcement. Mr. Crowley is lucky to be alive. The deputy acted lawfully and in conformity with the, poli- with the policies and procedures of the Broome County Sheriff's Office. We will continue to support the brave men and women of law enforcement who respond to dangerous situations daily and prosecute those who possess firearms illegally. New York City is temporarily turning a cruise ship terminal into a shelter and services hub for asylum seekers. Mayor Eric Adams announced the plan Saturday. It's the latest in a series of facilities the city has set up and sometimes shut down as it strains to handle an ongoing influx. The city says the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal will have room, food, medical care, and other services for 1,000 single men. Its first occupants will move from another relief center at a hotel, which will switch to accommodating asylum-seeking families with children. Adams says since last spring, 41,000 asylum seekers have come to the city sometimes on buses sent by out-of-state governors. Democratic lawmakers in a handful of states are trying to send a message two years after the violent attack on the U.S. Capitol. Their message is that those people who engaged in an attempt to overthrow of the government shouldn't be allowed to run it. New York, Connecticut, and Virginia are among states where proposed legislation would prohibit anyone convicted of participating in an insurrection from holding public office or a position of public trust, such as becoming a police officer. While the bills vary in scope, their aim is similar. Many Republicans refused to see the attempt to violently halt the congressional certification of the 2020 presidential vote as an insurrection. And President Joe Biden persuaded Democrats in Congress to provide hundreds of billions to fight climate change. Now comes another formidable task, enticing Americans to buy millions of electric cars, heat pumps, solar panels, and more efficient appliances. Biden faces a public relations challenge that could determine whether the country achieves his ambitious goal to cut greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030. One analyst says the battle will be waged one household at a time. Officials hope consumers will respond to tax credits and rebates when they make purchasing decisions if they are aware of them. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, snow mainly before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m., a high near 34 degrees, 90% chance of snow. Tonight, a slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, cloudy with a low near 22. And Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed 
mixed with freezing rain. A high near 35 degrees, 100% chance of snow. Wednesday night, rain and snow becoming all rain after 11 p.m. A low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 100%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take a deep breath in and let go of the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you hit that piñata into your neighbor's yard. Let it go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. I'm Mark. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Eight forty-two on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. A tough weekend for New York football fans. But different vibes surrounding each game. For the Buffalo Bills, I feel like you had a pretty winnable game against the Cincinnati Bengals. A good team, but certainly not a team that you're overmatched with. And I think looking at the Bills' season in retrospect, if you go all the way back to, I think it was about week six, maybe week five, when they played the Jets... And on that last possession, Josh Allen sprained his UCL during a sack. I think that was the moment where turnovers started to become a a bigger problem for the Bills. It was a tough game, and now to see the season end the way it did, a 27-10 loss to the Cincinnati Bengals, well, it's tough for Bills fans. It's tough for the Giants to get knocked out as well, but I feel like most Giants fans knew going into this game with the Philadelphia Eagles, well, if Jalen Hurts is going to be fully healthy and playing, we pretty much have no shot in this game. It doesn't feel good to lose 38-7. to But overall, if you look at the Giants' season, you feel pretty good about where you're at. I think the Giants had four wins last season and make the playoffs this season. Really didn't change that much on the team besides Brian Dayball, the head coach. The roster was more or less the same. Saquon Barkley was healthier. So it's tough to lose in the playoffs, but at least if you're the Giants, you're sitting there thinking, okay, I see the vision for the future. I feel like we're going to be a better team than we were this year, next year. Everybody's improving across the board, and the Bills might get better next year too. That's still absolutely a possibility. But coming into the season, a lot of teams had picked them as their Super Bowl favorites. So losing in the divisional round of the playoffs, well, it's certainly not what any Bills fan was expecting. At the very least, would have liked to have a rematch with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, it wasn't decided by a coin toss, but the Bengals are a good team this year. A 10th straight win yesterday. And a tough loss for the Bills. That's 844. You're listening to WMBF. Eight forty-seven on WMBF. We're now joined by Preston from Broom Tioga Workforce. How's it going, Preston? It's going well. How are 
you, James? Oh, pretty good. I see you made it to work okay today. I did. Did you? Yeah, I mean, it was a little tough at 4 o'clock in the morning because my parking lot wasn't plowed. Uh, so a little bit yeah. of slipping and sliding on my way out, but it worked out. Good. So what do you got for us today? Yeah, so we want to talk about the week in advance, so we're going to talk about the things coming up this week. So first, we got the Town Square Media Job Fair. This will be held on Wednesday, January 25th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Regional Farmers Market. This is located at 840 Front Street in Binghamton, so please bring resumes. Broomtaga Workforce is doing a mini job fair. This will be held on Wednesday, February 1st from 10.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's located at 501 Reynolds Road. Companies attending include StaffWorks, United Health Services, Broom County Department of Health. So please bring resumes. Willow Run Foods will be here at our center, 501 Reynolds Road in Johnson City, on Thursday, February 2nd from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. They're recruiting for CDLA driver trainee, cab detailer, warehouse maintenance second shift, and more. For off-site recruitments, the TSA is doing a job fair on Tuesday, January 24th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. They're located at the Greater Binghamton Airport. They're looking to hire officers both full-time and part-time. Raymond Corporation is conducting open interviews on Wednesdays and Thursdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at their 22 South Canal Street location in Green. And finally, UHS is looking for nursing assistants. Anyone that is interested, please contact Crystal Travis at 763-5045 or email crystal at crystal.travis at nyuhs.org. So if any of you have any interest in any of those positions, please come out and see what they have to offer. A lot of great opportunities in the Binghamton area this week. Absolutely. They keep coming. So Always. Well, Preston, thanks Absolutely. for joining us and keeping us informed on the latest job news in the area. I hope you have a great rest of your day. You as well. Take care. It's 849. You're listening to WMBF. Who takes... on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Going to be a slow morning on the roads after some overnight winter weather, so give yourself some extra time to get to work today and drive safely out there. We have a lot of school delays and closings with all that snow overnight, so to check on your school, head over to WMBF.com. We'll have the most up-to-date information for you there. And we have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County, I-81 north and southbound between exits 219 and 223. I-81 in Great Bend Township, Gibson Township, and New Milford Borough. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 167 in Silver Lake Township, 1009 in Thompson Township, 1013 in Lanesboro Borough, 2046 in Herrick Township, 2053 in Bridgewater Township, 3001 in Auburn Township, and various roads in Franklin Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like ditch cleaning and patching. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 29 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 20 degrees. Winter storm warning in effect until 1 p.m. Today, snow mainly before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 2 p.m. A high near 33 degrees, 90% chance of snow. Tonight, a slight chance of snow showers between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 26 degrees, 20% chance of snow. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, cloudy, a low near 22. 
And Wednesday, snow likely before 2 p.m., then rain and snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain. A high near 35 degrees, 100% chance of snow. Wednesday night, rain and snow becoming all rain after 11 p.m. A low near 33 degrees, 100% chance of rain. It's 8.53. You're listening to WMBF. Hi, this on WMBF. Time for a sports update. The Buffalo Bills ended a season in which they overcame much adversity by producing a dud in a 27-10 loss to the Cincinnati Bengals in the divisional round of the playoffs. The Bills were unable to draw upon the motivational inspiration Von Miller attempted to send by bringing in his Super Bowl trophy into the locker room last week. And safety DeMar Hamlin's surprise appearance at the stadium was unable to provide a spark coming some three weeks after he needed to be resuscitated on the field in Cincinnati. The New York Giants season is over after they fell 38-7 to the Philadelphia Eagles. New York was one of the surprises of the season and won a wild card game last week over Minnesota on the road, but the Giants couldn't solve the NFC East rival Eagles, losing all three games against the conference's number one seed. New York trailed 28-0 at halftime and never got anything going. Daniel Jones was held to 135 yards passing, with an interception, and Saquon Barkley ran for 61 yards. The question now for the Giants is whether Jones will return after the Giants declined to pick up his fifth-year option. Some basketball action. Royce O'Neal hit a go-ahead three-pointer with 28.5 seconds left, and the Brooklyn Nets capitalized on Golden State's third straight game, squandering a double-digit lead, beating the defending champion Warriors 120-116 to on Sunday night. Golden State went ahead 106-93 on Clay Thompson's jumper with 6.57 to play. Then the Nets outscored the Warriors 27-10 the rest of the way. Kyrie Irving finished with 38 points, 9 assists, and 7 rebounds in the Nets' second straight win since losing star Kevin Durant to a knee injury. And Fred Van Vliet scored 28 points. Gary Trent Jr. had 24 before fouling out. And the Toronto Raptors snapped a three-game losing streak by beating the New York Knicks 125-116. to Pascal Siakam scored 24 points, Scotty Barnes had 19, and Precious Achua added 12 points and 11 rebounds for the Raptors, who scored 26 points off 17 New York turnovers. R.J. Barrett scored 30 points, and Julius Randle had 23 points and 19 rebounds, as the Knicks lost their fourth straight. Jalen Brunson scored 21 points, and Obi Toppin had 14 in the loss. Some hockey action, Sebastian Ajo had three goals for his sixth career hat trick, and the Carolina Hurricanes beat the slumping New York Islanders 5-2. Jordan Stahl and Jesper Fast also scored to help the Metropolitan Division-leading Hurricanes win for the fourth time in five games. Frederick Anderson made 25 saves. Simon Holmstrom and Brock Nelson scored for the Islanders, who have dropped eight of their last nine. Ilya Sorokin had 21 saves. Victor Olofsson and Peyton Krebs each scored two goals to lead the Buffalo Sabres to a 6-3 win against the Anaheim Ducks. Dylan Cozens and Jeff Skinner also scored. Uko Pekka-Lukkanen made 34 saves for Buffalo. Trevor Zegras had two goals, and Simon Benoit also scored for Anaheim. John Gibson made 33 saves for Anaheim, which is 1-5-1 in its past seven games. Some other sports news. NFL playoff action. Christian McCaffrey scored the go-ahead touchdown on a two-yard run in the fourth quarter, and the San Francisco defense did the rest, sending the 49ers to their second straight NFC title game with a 19-12 victory over the Dallas Cowboys. San Francisco advanced to play the Eagles in the NFC title game next Sunday in Philadelphia, 
after losing in that round to the Rams a year ago. The Cowboys lost for the record seventh straight time in the divisional round and have failed to make it to the NFC title game since winning their fifth Super Bowl title following the 1995 season. And Patrick Mahomes sustained a right high ankle sprain in the Kansas City Chiefs divisional playoff win over the Jaguars, but the All-Pro quarterback is expected to play in next weekend's AFC Championship game. Mahomes was hurt late in the first quarter Saturday when a Jacksonville defender landed on him. X-rays taken during the game came back negative, and Mahomes returned after halftime to lead Kansas City to a 27-20 victory. He had an MRI on Sunday that showed no structural damage. It's 8:59. You're listening to WMBF. We all. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a Town Square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out the final hour of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. Coming up next, Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in, contribute to the program, ask about whatever you want to ask about. This is your show, Bob Joseph, Simply the Facilitator. ABC News, coming up first.